Hi, it's Pete Norstead here, and welcome to another Trade on Sports and Focused on Football League Two betting podcast. We're doing pretty well on this podcast, Jimmy. Uh, as usual, I'm joined by Jimmy Kempton. How are you doing, Jimmy? Yeah, fantastic. Thanks, mate. I feel a little bit like a part-timer this week. We've just seven League Two midweek games and four games in the Premier League. I feel like... I feel like I'm on a holiday for once. Yeah, and, that, and and obviously we've got the well this week there is the FA Cup and the week after is the uh, international break, so there won't be a Premier League podcast for another two weeks. But what we will be doing, we'll be doing the League Two podcast uh, going through. So yeah, 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 all the Premier League games will be put up on the site focused on football.co.uk, so you won't miss out on our views, folks. Don't you worry at all about that. But uh, yeah, I think I, I think this is a, a an interesting league, and it, it, it's it, it's got me thinking. It's got me thinking more actually about you know the goal markets, uh, and it's particularly the unders. And I think there's you know I think there's some some sort of opportunity. In fact, since we started the podcast, the unders bets that I have put out there, not one of them has lost. They've all won. You boring old devil, you. <laughs> I have to say, especially this season, unders and no one both teams to score has always been a profitable way of playing lower league football in this country. Again, as I always say, people like to bet for things to happen. So they like teams to score. They like the overs to come in, especially this season with a condensed season. Some of these pitches are what we would play football on on a Sunday morning, Pete, at this at this time of the year. So, yeah. There tends to be a lot of value with the unders, and this week there's quite a lot of uh, games with a goal line of two and a half, surprisingly enough, so there could be some value again. Yep. Right, let's start with uh, Cheltenham versus Barrow. Uh, Cheltenham at home, uh, bottom six sides, a good record. 1-7 drawn, 2 lost, 1. They come off a very good 1-0 victory away at Exeter. They've won five of their last six League 2 matches, so they're in some very good form. They come up against a Barrow uh, team who've won two of their last three away. Their recent away form, 1-3 drawn, lost 7, coming off a 1-0 victory away at Walsall. I think there's some value here with the unders uh, and it would be under two and a quarter goal, but that's not going to be one of the bets. But I do think there is some value there. Well, it's certainly the way I would play this game. And I'll come on to my main reasoning behind it when I just run through a few stats. You talk about Cheltenham going 7-2-1 and one at home to bottom six sides. Under Michael Duff, they've actually gone 12-2-1 and one at home to bottom six sides. Seven of those victories have come to nil. Now, Barrow have won four of their 16 away games, but the four games they've won have all come against sides that sit either 16th or below in the league table. Warsaw, Oldham, Port Vale and Mansfield. Now, regular listeners to the podcast will know what I think of Warsaw, Oldham and Port Vale. So it's not really an auspicious record they've got on their own. Interestingly, though, Barrow's only victory against top half sides came against Cheltenham 3-0 in the reverse fixture. But as I said last week, a few months ago, Barrow were playing a very different style. They're now playing a very much more direct, get the ball a long way away from our goal sort of style of play. I do think Cheltenham offers some value here at four to five with Skybet to take all three points. Now, top six finishing teams at home to bottom six finishing sides over the last five seasons, win 73% of their games. They've won 127 of 175. That's where both of these teams will finish. So that makes the four to five look value. But if you don't like Cheltenham, 
and you fancy Barrow in this game, then I really think you need to look at the under two and a quarter goals. If there's three goals in this game, Pete, there's no way, in my opinion, Barrow will get anything from this game. Cheltenham will win the game if it's a high-scoring game. So if you like Cheltenham, take the four to five of Skybet. If you like Barrow, take the under two and a quarter goals because obviously that covers all of those sort of score lines where there's two goals. You know, Cheltenham can win 2-0 and you can still get a half win. So, yeah, that's the way I'd play this game. Crawley versus Walsall next. Uh, Walsall won this match 3-2 last season. A turn to bottom six sides. Crawley's record's not brilliant. 1-2, drawn five, lost three. However, they have won five of their last uh, seven uh, League Two matches. And last time out, they beat Mansfield 1-0. Coming up against a Walsall side who've just won one of their last five uh, League Two away matches. Uh, Away at top of our sides, again, similar to Crawley, not great. One, two, drawn five, lost three, come off a one-nil defeat to own to Barrow. Obviously, looking at the head, you know, how teams have played against uh, teams of a similar grade, the draw looks good. But I quite like uh, the looks of Crawley here, um, minus a quarter of a goal. I think, yeah, the Crawley are one of my favoured teams in this, looking at that, my ratings against the what the bookmakers offer. And I think at home, Crawley look a decent proposition. They may become the Crystal Palace of League Two. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had them in exactly the same spot, didn't you, at the weekend? Yeah, yeah. Mansfield. Yeah. Now, you're, you're needing to lay a quarter of a goal. I think they were off the scratch, weren't they, at the weekend? Yeah, yeah. So, so you are surrendering a quarter of a goal here, but they are 9-4-4 four, and four at home this season. They've won four on the spin after losing two straight. Under John Yem, since he returned to the club about 14 months ago, they've gone 8-3-3 three, and three at home against bottom half-place sides, which uh, makes them, you know, face value, really good value here. Walsall haven't scored in any of the last three league games. They've only scored once in the three games since Brian Dutton took over. That The regular listeners to the podcast know what I think of this Walsall manager. I don't think he knows what he's doing. I think there's some really good value here with Crawley. Interesting. Each of the last five at Crawley have gone unders. I was concerned a little bit earlier in the season that they were playing a little bit too open. Well, I think in these sorts of games here, um, Crawley won't really fear Walsall. So if they know if they keep it tight early on, they'll probably get into good positions later in the game. It's on an eight and one run in Crawley games. I lean to the home side and the under. Next up, Mansfield, Carlisle. Uh, recent net heads, uh, Mansfield are 1-3. There's been two draws. Carlisle not one. At home to mid-table sides. Mansfield's record reads 1-3, drawn four, lost three. Come for a 1-0 defeat to wet uh, Crawley. They've uh, won their last two home matches and they've been good wins as well against Morecambe and Cheltenham. And they come up against the Carlisle side who beat Bradford 3-1 at the weekend. Uh, recent... Uh, Away matches against bottom half sides, 1-1, one, one, drawn five, lost four. They've only had one point from their last four away, though. I don't see any value in the line here. The line is uh, minus a quarter or scratch, Mansfield. But no, n- nothing for me here. Well, I watched quite a bit of Carlisle Bradford at the weekend, Peter. And uh, Carlisle dominated the first half. They had the uh, tricky weather conditions in their favour. But it was two goals in the space of three minutes late in the first half that really changed um, that game. The second goal was a pretty scrappy goal for Carlisle, to be perfectly honest. I'm not sure it should have been allowed. Um, And they went into the interval 2-0 up and they never looked back and they hung on to take the victory. But it could have been different. Uh, Bradford were the better side earlier in the game. 
And, you know, now Carlisle hit the road again. They struggle away from home. Both of these sides are, you know, 2-2-6 two, two and six in the last 10 league outings. Um, as you did quite rightly reference, Mansfield's last two victories have been good victories. This is a horrible game to bet in, though. The over two and a half goals is above even money. I think that's probably the way I'd lean if I was looking to bet this game. I mean, both of these two sides have only kept one clean sheet in the last 10, uh, sorry, last nine league two outings. For Carlisle, again, I think if this game is level late on, they sit nine points away from the playoff spots. I do think there'll be an incentive for them to push on to try and win the game. Um, a little bit of a lean to the over, but really, Pete, it's not a game I want to get involved in. Port Vale, New, Newport next. Uh, Port Vale are one nought. It's been one draw. Newport are one one. The last recent head to heads. Port Vale are coming off a, a one nil defeat uh, at home to Bolton, which uh, Jimmy tripped uh, Bolton to win. So that's uh, great for the members. Um, at home to top six sides, their record it's not bad actually. Port Vale's record one five drawn four lost one, but only one point from the last five League Two matches. Port Vale coming up against a Newport side. They've won their last three League Two matches away at bottom half, bottom six sides. It's not great. One three drawn one lost six. Coming off a three one victory away at Morecambe, very, very good win that. Um, yeah, I think again there's value in the under two and a quarter goal line but um, I'm very surprised at the stats top six you know Port Vale against top six Newport away at bottom six it suggests you know Port Vale might 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 win the game <laughs> it does uh, in terms of the sort of individual team as that we're talking of if we open it out though over all teams there is some Astonishing value here with Newport on draw no bet if you open these sort of stats out across the wider league. Over the past five completed seasons, bottom six finishing sides have won 32, drawn 49 and lost 88 at home to top six finishing sides. Now, do we think that both of these sides fit that criteria? Well, well yes, definitely. Port Vale are poor. They don't appear to find a way to score. They've scored just three goals in seven games under Darrell Clark. They've scored in two of those seven games. And in none of those games have they scored in the first half. So what does that tell you? It tells you that Darrell Clark's going to look to get them set up, try and be difficult to beat. They ground out that point the other week against Oldham, where they probably should have won. I like Newport here, Pete. But I'm conscious that I don't want to be a one-trick pony and just keep going against Port Vale now. They did as well on the podcast when they lost to Cambridge the other week. They did as fantastically well when we had a huge win for clients at the weekend when Newport, um, sorry, not Newport, Bolton won at Vale Park. I have found an angle for this game, Pete. I'm going to tease it out to all the listeners. The full preview of the game will be going up on focusedonfootball.co.uk later today. Um, it's over three to one, this bet that I've found. I think it's an interesting way to play the game. I certainly wouldn't be betting Port Vale because although you say that they've done well in this spot, I think this Port Vale team is vastly different to the ones of yesteryear. So I can't side with Vale in this one, mate. Salford, Colchester next. And and as I was saying, you know, you know, looking at the two sides and what 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 they've done, uh, you know, Colchester beat them two one last season. Now that, again, you know, this league is quite strange that way. Uh, 
Salford at home to bottom six sides, one four draw and two lost naught, coming off a one nil defeat away at Crawley. Solid home record they've got. They've won eight, drawn nine, lost naught this season. They're coming up against a, a Colchester side who coming off a nil-nil draw away at Grimsby. At, away at top half sides, 1-1, one, one, drawn two, lost seven. So not great record there. And they've only had one point from the last four away. Don't see any real value in the in the um, match line. I, I don't think I would be backing uh, Salford. But there is a smidgen of value under under two and a quarter goals. Well, I certainly wouldn't be batting Salford minus three quarters of a goal. Uh, I think you'll probably sense a pattern, folks, as you listen to me over the, the coming weeks with regards to these sorts of games where there's a, a favourite of sort of minus three quarters. I tend to look to the more exotic markets to try and find a little bit of value. Now, Salford are 4-0-0 at home to bottom sixth place side. So they've won every game they've faced in this spot this season. Each of those victories has come to nil. And each of those games has seen a half-time scoreline of 1-0 in Salford's favour. Colchester have scored just one first-half goal in the last 12 total games and in none of their last eight away games. So what does that tell us? Well, it, it tells us that Colchester are really cautious away from home. They don't have huge amounts of attacking threat this season. Um, so they're, they're really worried about trailing early in a game because for them they don't really see any route back into the game to get a positive result if they go behind early Salford are 17 to 10 with Boyle Sports to win this game to nil the same firm is offering 15 to 8 on the Salford half-time full-time bet and I can't dissuade either of those bets from people wagering Pete I think Salford will win the game as you say trusting teams at this level to, to win by two or more goals as you're quickly learning, Pete, is quite dangerous, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scunthorpe Oldham next. Two all draw last uh, season. At home to bottom our side, Scunthorpe's record reads 1-4 draw, not lost six. Come off a, a decent one all draw away at uh, Orient. Oldham, uh, away at bottom half sides, 1-3 drawn six, lost one. Coming off a 4-2 defeat at home to Cambridge. Scunthorpe, they've lost their last two home matches Oldham lost just two of their last 11 away. So, so they've been fairly resilient away from home. Again, I don't see any really much value in the match line, but I do see some value in over two and a half goals. But again, not enough to pull the trigger. How have you come to that, Pete, the over two and a half goals? It's just, just, just the rating. The rating suggests, it, yeah, there, there should be there's some good value there. Yeah, I mean, I, I will be honest, I'm tending to lean towards the, the unders, and that's mainly because there's been a seismic shift at Boundary Park. Harry Kuehl has gone, and Kuehl was a very much a get-the-ball-down play, um, be open, be expansive. He's gone. Keith Curl's come in. We've seen in previous situations where Curl has gone into a club that's <clears throat> having a, a period of turmoil, although I think Oldham's period of turmoil has lasted about 15 years, he goes quite direct. It's not his preferred style. He is the mysterious curl. He wants to play 3-5-2, but he has to adapt to the players that he's got and he needs to earn some points. I think they're going to they're gonna really change the style, Oldham. I don't think they're going to be as open and easy to play against. They led 2-0 at the weekend against Cambridge, but they still find a way to lose that game 4-2. Um I think there's some decent value here, Pete, with Scunthorpe. I was critical of their travel plans at the weekend away to Orient. I thought they were going to be decent value. Um, and, and they still and they still won a half bet for people on the plus quarter of a goal line away at Brisbane Road. 
I do like Scunthorpe though here, Pete. Curl has come in. He's not really had the immediate impact that you'd expect. So I'm happy to take the eye in here, minus a quarter of a goal. Next up, uh, finally, on Wednesday, Grimsby versus Tranmere. At home's top six sides, Grimsby's record's not great. 1-1 drawn, three lost, six. They're coming up a, a nil-nil draw at home to Colchester. Tranmere, good away, recent away form. They've won seven, drawn two, lost one, cut off a good 2-0 victory away at South End. Grimsby, they've drawn their last two league matches and uh, Tranmere, they've been in good form, one for the last five. Here I am going to have a bet and it's under two and a half goals. Well, I certainly can't argue with that one, Pete, because I watched quite a bit of Grimsby on Saturday night and I think if Colchester had got on the bus at half-time, Grimsby still wouldn't have scored, even if they had the kick-off in the second half. Um, they are not very good. They are scrapping for their lives, which makes this a very dangerous game for Tranmere. Tranmere should win this game, make no bones about it. But they are still... If, if you use the statistics that we used for the um, Port Vale-Newport game, Pete, they are the same in terms of uh, away teams, top six, should win away at bottom six finishing sides. They're the same stats, yet there's a half a goal difference against Tranmere here. So it's a dangerous game for Tranmere as well because they played at Wembley yesterday. They lost to Sunderland. And now they head to a ground which is very dissimilar to Wembley. Now, how will those players react if they'd have won on Sunday, they could have gone into this game with a bounce to try and kick on and continue their push towards an automatic playoff spot. I think this is a dangerous game for Tranmere. I wouldn't want to be backing them here minus a half a goal. That said, having seen Grimsby a bit this season, I certainly wouldn't want to be siding with them against a decent League Two outfit. I agree with you, Pete. If I was looking to bet this game, that Blundell Park pitch is a bit of a mess, but that's no disrespect to to Grimsby because most pitches are this time of year in the condensed season. So I agree with you, Pete. It would be a big lean to the under. Right. Well, I'm going to, um, well, I've got one bet. Uh, Grimsby, Tranmere, under two and a half goals. I'm just going to take the one bet. I'm going to take uh, Scunthorpe minus a quarter of a goal at home to uh, Oldham Athletic. But as I would say, please get over to focusedonfootball.co.uk where you'll see uh, previews of... uh, three of the, the, the matches that we've just discussed. And also you'll find uh, a ratings list and also you'll be able to download this podcast. Yeah, you've got, you've got the, uh, the sheets as well, haven't you? With all the historical data, yeah. people, which I'm finding valuable yeah. for League 2. If you're trying to price up certain games, use them as comparisons. It's, it's invaluable. Stuff, yes, mate. those will be being, those will be, well, those hopefully will be being updated this afternoon. So, Oh, crikey. No pressure on you, Pete. Sorry, I didn't want to. <laughs> oh, no, no. They're, they're, they're always, they're updated once a week. So it's, it's no problem when you go in. You know, obviously we've got the last five seasons on there. So, you know, there's plenty to look Brilliant. at anyway. Okay, and we will, this will be up. Uh, as I say, we're not doing a Premier League podcast. There's only four games this uh, week, but the, the, uh, each match will be up on uh, Focused on Football and we will, shall be back, uh, I should think, Thursday, Friday for the uh, next podcast. Best of luck, everybody.